The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Arlia. I have a fascinating episode for you today with astrologer Casey Denae. And it's not your typical astrology podcast. Casey works specifically with entrepreneurs, helping mine the gold from their natal chart that will really give them valuable, practical guidance. The one piece that really made me know that I had to have her on the podcast was a free offering she posted about knowing your ideal client, what they need, and how you serve them based on your natal chart. When I get down to my work that I do, this is the piece that makes everything. The moment you know who you're serving, what you're offering, how you're messaging, how you're doing content, all of it comes around that one piece. Join me for this fascinating conversation with astrologer Casey Denae. Welcome to the Women's Sanctuary, the podcast about tending the soul, sisterhood, and the rise of the sacred feminine. Now here's your host, Arlia Hoffman. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Arlia. So I today want to talk about astrology and it's one of one of my favorite topics I call myself an armchair astrologer. I have no training, but just years of study for my own benefit and my own self-awareness. And that's why I love it. It's such an amazing tool for self-awareness, among many others. But I find it's it's such a deep and broad tool. It can, you know, you can take it anywhere. You can use it as much as or as little as you want. But it's been an invaluable tool for me personally. And the other day I ran across well, actually, it's been maybe a couple of months ago. A woman who is an astrologer and with a focus on entrepreneurs. And she talks about using astrology to understand your potential rather than just predict what's going to happen. And I love that. Um, and it, just a couple of posts that really caught my eye. And I, as I just told her, I'm learning thing, new things from her that I hadn't known. So we're going to talk with her today. And her name is Casey Denae. Casey is an in-demand astrologer for business and personal transformation. She's worked with hundreds of clients around the globe to create businesses and social media communities that align with their sacred talents, while also enriching their home, family, and relationships. Casey works one-to-one with clients and offers a range of teaching and group programs. She helps people stay in tune with the daily forecast each day in her Instagram stories. Welcome, Casey. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. It, we can start a lot of places. What, what is the most, I guess, what excites you about astrology? 
oh my gosh, the the way that it, you can use it as a tool that's limitless. Hmm. So the way that you can actually look at where you've come from, because I think so many people get caught in that. Like, and it, it's so important. Like your origin story is so important. But to be able to look at something and see where it hurt and then see how it turns into a gift, hmm. it's just... It's that full circle moment. It's it's that deep, it's that deeply feminine way of working of going like we're not going from A to Z. We're going from A to A. It's cyclically back around, back around, and back around. And so it's a tool that you come back to. I, I've seen people from all walks of life go from rock bottom to pulling it up to somebody who's already soaring, going, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even see this next evolution for myself." Beautiful. I love that. Yeah, it, it is really the gift that keeps on giving. How did you how did you come to really f- this focus on astrology in your work? This focus was mostly came from the people that I was I ended up talking to. So one of the parts of my story is I was doing readings. I was doing the like, I can do readings for everybody. I was learning my craft. But the way that I talk about astrology as a, as a limitless tool, as this tool for growth was 93% of my clients in one year were all entrepreneurs or they were in the process of starting their business. And so like, I can look back on it now and be like, oh, well, it was talking to them. So that's who I got. But in that, it was like, oh, okay, well, now, now I've got to find a way to serve them better. Like, this is who's in my world. How can I use this expertise and find I have a lot of it, very luckily, in how to help them better in this path, in this journey. I love that. Yeah. And and I'm kind of immersed in the entrepreneur and solopreneur world. So I just kind of feel like everybody is. But I know, I know there's a, a, a big breadth of, of possibilities in there. So how do you see, how do you see the birth chart serving an entrepreneur, a, a small business owner? Oh my gosh. So the way is that I, I talk about, I talk about your pivot proof ideal client, right? You, me, most people, most women, right? Because we're, we're, we've got children to raise. We've got, there's just all these other tending to pieces that most of the time, unless it's coming from your heart, unless it's something that's so real and visceral and it's your work, then entrepreneurship comes with all these, these challenges. Like it's not mm-hmm. worth it unless it's yours, unless it's real. Mm-hmm. And so your chart is kind of this guide of like, this really is yours. So many people look at ideal clients of like, oh, okay, you do your ideal client avatar and like, who can you help? But it's like, it's not who you can help. It's who you were designed to, to understand so intimately that you can't put it down because it's, it's mm. not just your business. It's your soul work on a real level. Yeah, I love that. You can't put it down. Yeah, I did this too because I did the ideal client work, I don't know, 20 years ago. And I mean, it just, it, it, it didn't light me up. Like it was aligned, but it, I never felt completely sure of it. I really had to feel my way through it. And so by the, and so by now, all these years later, when I came to your post about the ideal client, I told you I want to talk about this. It um, it opened yet another layer. Like it confirmed what I knew, but it took me even deeper into into a sense of, oh well, I can do that because that's built into who I am. 
Like, well, that's easy. I can do that. So my, I wrote it down. My, my Scorpio is in the fourth house. Yes. So it's all about making them, and I love this, giving them, helping them feel consistency and systems to help them maintain comfort and success. And I work in the realm of intuition and the emotion in the inner world. I'm like, well, yeah, I do. Which is funny, though, because I work a lot with technology and my clients, but I use that in order to support wherever their intuition and their emotional life is taking them that gives them the comfort in that emotional life and, and trusting their intuition and bringing all the technology and the systems in support of that. Totally. Well, and of course, you're talking about my free guide. So this is like yeah, yeah. bite-sized, eat it up. Mm-hmm. And so like I would talk about it even deeper is you're talking about when I think of anybody who has Scorpio and, and it all gets down like once I actually get into the chart, it gets way more specific and less mm-hmm. nuanced. But when we're talking about what's been passed down, we're talking about ancient wisdom, we're talking about that piece that goes from generation to generation. So like if you're, I think the story of Vesta comes up really well mm-hmm. in this. And it's like there, the reason why we talked about the hearth space was you think about women would sit and you would have, you talk about your problems. You would talk about the different sicknesses, like everything happened in the kitchen of wisdom of how to do life is passed down hand to hand to hand to hand to hand. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of Scorpio energy, we're automatically playing in that because whether it's a relationship issue, it's a business issue, it's something deeper in the subconscious, the tools that are utilized are things that are, first off, they're, they're a little bit subversive, they're ancient, they're... They're having to play. You're not talking to the conscious brain. You're talking mm-hmm. to these soul pieces of someone. And so anytime I see the Scorpio there is whether they're a hypnotist or shaman or there's a million ways or even in doctor settings, like it's somebody who's sitting there who's working a little bit behind the scenes with their clients, even if they're actually a physician, they're a little bit more attuned to, hey, the sickness is actually coming up because of this. We get to see it from that level. Oh my gosh, now that you say that, I'd love to have a doctor who has Scorpio in their chart, right? It's like, I know that they're looking at the whole person. Totally, totally. And it, it's amazing to me, like I have so many clients who are doctors and, and that's one of their biggest struggles is there are so many medical professionals and professionals waking up to like, hey, something's not working. Like, how can we do this better? Mm-hmm. And so there, there's a lot out there. I think there's a big resurgence happening there. I love that. Do you have have an example of how a piece of the chart like this or something else has worked to really transform someone's work? I want to give people a sense of how it can serve their business. Totally, totally. So, okay, I had last week, let's go with somebody recent, a woman has been doing this work and talking very vaguely, like uh, a leadership coach, right? And I'll be totally honest, and I told her this. So I was like, she talked so big about the work that she was doing. And and sometimes that's not always 100% landing, especially when you're talking vaguely. And then I look at her chart and I go, she kept going, I don't know what I'm doing with a client till I get there. And then I look at her chart and it's everything like she's she's using science-based approaches, but she's working 100% in energy. Like she is so much of an energy worker. So of course, until she's LinkedIn, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. And so what I actually gave her was like, 
okay, here's the deal. Here's who your clients are. Here's how you speak to them is they are somebody who's in either an entrepreneurship or in a leadership role. They have something they want to do, whether it's getting a raise, getting into the next level, new income level. They have a clear cut specific vision they're going to. And they realize at this point that what's holding them back is themselves. Mm-hmm. So, and this is through the, the aspects in her chart. I was like, they vary, they're aware that the only thing stopping them themselves and they have the, they're having a nervous system freak out around stepping in, they, they tried and then they go back to that. And so we actually broke down how the messaging around how she can get clear cut and who she's talked into. Because part of her reason was she was like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to do these things because I keep getting people who aren't ready to take that next step or they're not 100% aware or they don't realize it's them. And she's like, I don't know what specifically with them I'm working on until I get there. And I was like, here's how we get around that. (laughs) Here's how we let them recognize themselves and let them know specifically that they're ready for your work so that when you do get somebody to sit down with you, you get to let all of your gifts play. I love that. I mean, that's so powerful and it's so helpful and they can use that. It's so practical, right? You take who you are and who you're meant to serve and just hone it till it's just zeroed in. I love that. That's great. And when it's also like looking at, like some people come to me and they're in the beginning stages. They're, they're fresh. They're learning a handful of skills. And so we can also say like, okay, here's where your ideal client is now. And here's how you can serve them with the tools you have. But here's where your ideal client and you need to be in five years. So here's Mm. the skills you should invest in. Here's what's worthwhile for you to learn so that you can continue to grow. And I mean, this is just like one piece of it. Mm -hmm. But I think this is like when I get down to my work that I do, this is the piece that makes everything. The moment you know who you're serving what you're offering, how you're messaging, how you're doing content, all of it comes around that one piece. Absolutely. Wow, that just that just sounds so pivotal, really. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have I have more astrology I want to get to, but let's yeah, let's go course. back and talk about you and and how you got, you know, what who you are, where you are and and why you got into astrology. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to go into the, the the part of my story, but I have a huge trauma background. It's like mm. oh, horror, horror, horror. Like you could make a horror movie. And that's why I generally don't talk about it. And so I was, of course, I got to this point. I was in my early 20s. I was so sick. I was on so many. I was on prescribed painkillers. And this was mm-hmm. like after that was stopped happening. And more to the point was I... I had pain and they told me I was going to need a hysterectomy. And like now, now I have a five month old daughter. And so this was kind of that point where it was like, okay, either my story, I listen to what everyone's telling me that I, I need to apply for disability that I'm going to be on painkiller, that I need to have a surgery that means I can't have kids or I needed to take control of my life. And so I actually started this experiment where I was like, all right, for me, it's God. <laughs> all right, God, I'm going to say that this is fixable. I'm going to say that healing is possible for one month. And it just so happened in that one month, I went to my local flea market and there was this bookshelf and I found two books. One was on astrology and one was on Ayurveda and herbalism. And I don't even think I finished my month because I started on Valerian. I, I don't know why and I don't recommend this, but I decided to go off all my prescriptions. 
Yeah, all at once. It was bad. I mean, it wasn't, I knew what I was getting into. I knew for me it was the right decision. I don't think for 99% of people that's the right decision. I'm not saying that. And my life started turning around. I, I, I got out of the chronic pain. I, I figured out uh, stretching and scar tissue management and all of these things and started diving more into astrology. I started seeing the pieces of myself that were not being expressed and was part of why I was so uncomfortable. And so that was kind of the first part of the journey. And then I got to the point where I was like, okay, I've changed my life with this. I want to, I, I think I need to help other people with it. This is, this is so profound. And I was sitting at my local coffee shop and I live in a small town in Appalachia. My grandfather was a coal miner and my grandparents are my neighbors. <laughs> I have a deep family unit and everybody is cool with herbalism. Everybody wraps their head around that. But I was looking out the window and I was like, all right, God, astrology is super weird. If I'm supposed to go public and talk about this, I need a neon clear sign. And about two days later, the only person I really told that I did astrology outside like my husband and like my friends online who didn't know my real name, who was the coffee shop owner. And I was like, yeah, I do astrology. <laughs> and two days later, he was like, oh my God, you need to meet Chip. And he's like pointing at him. And I still had anxiety issues at that time. And I went ahead and I was like, hi, I think I'm supposed to meet you. And he was like, yeah, but really you need to meet Dorothy. And I was like, who is Dorothy? And he's like, I'll call her right now. And Dorothy was 94 at the time. Dorothy's now 99. Wow. She lived in my small town. She'd moved there from D.C. At that point, she'd been an astrologer for over 50 years and had taught astrology students. She also, she was born October 29th. I was born October 30th. And so we're on the phone and she's like, okay, we'll tell her we're going to schedule a time to meet at the coffee shop. And Dorothy comes in, this was like two weeks later, with her walker and sits down and she told me to bring a copy of my chart. I hand her the chart and she's silent for like three minutes. It was excruciating. And then she just looks up at me and she goes, my Saturn is conjunct your son. I'm supposed to teach you everything I know. Are you up for that? And I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, absolutely. And so at that time, also, I'd come off of, I had caretaken my great-grandmother, passed away when she was 96. And so I'd spent three years nannying and then caretaking her. And I was still in the period of like, my life is totally different. Like I, my grandmother was gone and it, she lived a long life. It was good. I was here at peace. But Dorothy was at a stage where for the first time she needed caregiving. And so I was like, okay, you can teach me, but what do you need? And so I spent three years as her caregiver. And so we exchanged astrology lessons for caregiving. And obviously at that point is like, Okay, that's pretty neon clear. Like, there's no getting around that. I learned from her for three years, and she's still with us now. I no longer do her caregiving because she needed full-time care at this point. But we're still friends, and I still do charts for her. And she's met my daughter. And just obviously that amount of 50 years, 50-some years of learning astrology condensed down into high-touch mentorship was, it was like learning on steroids. Yeah. And what a huge gift to have such a close relationship with an elder and someone with that much wisdom and knowledge to share. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I value it and our time uh, and our friendship so much. That's beautiful. And it sounds like she's become a family member. Yes. Yes. 
It is one of those things, though, that I always say that, but of course she's 99. I mean, that delicate process right now, like when we're recording this, of like knowing I, I've cultivated such a close relationship that's not going to be with me much longer. And so there's yeah. also that grieving piece, too. Absolutely. I had had a teacher, spiritual teacher with whom I was very close, and she died fairly early in the midst of teaching a group of women. And so it was it was earth shattering for sure. And it was life changing. So I'll just share that, that it those types of connections are rare and they're beautiful. And it's it you can't even imagine it what it's like at the time. But when they're in the non-physical that relationship continues and in some ways is even deeper because they're ever present. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. taken me years to get to the point where I can speak with that with peace without crying about it <laughs> because we were that close and it's it's been a beautiful process. I would have loved to have her around longer, but that was when she was supposed to go and the teaching and the wisdom continued. So I'll just share that. Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award-winning actor, comedian, and best-selling author Kyle Cease and learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Well, let's get back to astrology. Your latest post would just blew me away because you talked about, regardless of what your sun is in or anything else, the moon is what determines what your biggest business challenges are. Did I say that right? Well, it was, the moon is, so many people look at, it was specifically around motivation, like follow through. Right. And so a lot of times, astrologically speaking, most of the time where we talk about Mars or the sun, when we're talking about energy and follow through and discipline. But what I was kind of calling out here is, and we talk about this in medical astrology, is the moon is actually how you move out your energy on a day to day. And if you think about it with people, somebody starts on a goal, somebody starts on a path, I'm going to post every day, or I'm going to show up, whatever, I'm going to sell every day. And then they go, oh, I just don't feel like it today. And so there's kind of these non-negotiables that are in your moon sign, for example. And of course, it gets more detailed and all the stuff of how what it takes for you to show up consistently. Because if those needs aren't met, those non-negotiables aren't met or have a, a structured strategy in place to, to keep it happy as you make these harder choices or stay on the longer term then you don't follow through because you don't feel like it. And I'd like to argue and say it's not that you don't feel like it. It's that it's so out of the scope of your needs being met that it's no longer working for you. So that makes sense because the moon is about balance. And so you have so the it's about finding the your personal balance point of what of meeting your needs so that. So that that moon energy is flowing in the right direction. Is that right? Totally, totally. It, it's what moves things out. Or think about it, like another example I use, like if you wake up in the day and your battery bank's full, like you wake up, you're like, okay, I'm ready for the day. And then you stub your toe and then you burn your toast and then something weird happens. And then you get in your car and you're like, oh my God, I'm drained. I'm done for the day. 
because anger is such a big emotion. It just sucks up all the energy. And then mm. you're like, oh, I'm flat. So it's, it's one part like emotional regulation is the key. And the other part is knowing what the needs for you. And so the way that I will give that as an example is I have a Leo moon. Okay. So I need to know what's going on. Like I need to know, like, is this good? Is it bad? Is it like, what do you, how's everybody feeling? And so one of the things that I implement in my business is I always incentivize sharing. I incentivize people leaving testimonials. Usually for me, that looks like offering one of my courses, like a, a little mini course. Because for me, it was like, it was gut-wrenching when I launched something. And, and I'm the worst testimonial writer. I hate, <laughs> I hate writing testimonials and I always forget or I'll leave it on my fridge and I'll say, I'm going to get back to that person. And then I don't do it because we're all busy. And so for me, it's like in my business and a selling point was like, okay, this was a non-negotiable for me. I'm going to make sure that it's worth people's time to give me feedback. I don't care if it's good. I don't care if it's bad. I just want you to get back to me. Yes. <laughs> Great. I'm a Leo rising, so I can, I, I, I can feel you. So my moon is in Libra and it's in the third house. In Libra in the third house. I mean, that yeah. makes a lot of sense for lots of reasons. I'm, I'm wondering what, so if you're a Leo rising, that means cancer's on your 12th house. Is that correct? So that Libra moon, let's say when it comes to posting or for business, like selling for you, you can't have rush and frazzle. Like you can't like, so there's lots of people that would say like, okay, you need to do this high up being launch and like do everything in two weeks. It's not going to work for you. It's going to mm -hmm. freak your nervous system out. Yep. Something that's a little bit more slow, steady, that you still have time for relaxation. More importantly, where you have time for mental space and clarity, like you have time to hone what your message is going to be and all of those things is going to be so much more for you. When I work longer term, especially like I've got a program coming that, that does this, is actually showing you what seasons and understand how, to, how this is tangibly related to your business and tangibly related to your life. Understanding that, for example, that moon showing up, if you find yourself going like, well, I'm not staying consistent when I wanted to because I don't feel like it. It's like, okay, what, what underlying need? What part of your strategy that you've listened to somebody else on mm -hmm. does it work for you because of this? Yeah. And so it's about listening to yourself and knowing yourself enough that you, you, can, you can parse out those other voices, right? That aren't yours. Absolutely. Because I mean, that's the, that's the gold mine. That's when, because people, especially right now, because Saturn's in Pisces, it'll change again in two years. But right now, everybody, all the consumers, everybody is so much more energetically aware. Everybody is way more in tune with subtle energy. So if you like listen to business trends, these people have had these big brands for years are like, business is down. Consumers are not buying. It's like, no, consumers can feel more. So things like, like those, oh, what are they called? Trigger, getting somebody through your trigger funnel. It starts to feel, they're like, oh, something feels funky here. And when we show up online and we're like trying out a tactic that isn't right for us, that isn't congruent, people feel that. You've got to pass the sniff test right now. Mm. And the way to always pass the sniff test is to do things your way. I love it. I love it. I've tried so many other tools and I know, I know what works for me. And it's still, regardless, there's still always this pressure of, well, this way's better. This way's more effective, but it's, that's why I love the astrology. It just kind of keeps, keeps me coming back to, yeah, but what works for me? I love it. Love it. Exactly. Yeah. 
So what are some other aspects that you think are critical for business owners to be looking at in their chart? All of them? No, I was was thinking that was going to be your answer. All of them. They're all essential. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not that. So then my question would be to you, like, what kind of season are you in? So for example, I talked about like right now, I'm in this, this huge growth portal of not just in motherhood, but also I'm in the process of scaling. And so for me, this is very much, I'm working in my Uranus and how, you know, like you're working in your Uranus is like anything. I don't love the term quantum leaping. I feel like a lot of people abused that term that whenever things are happening so quickly, whether the portal holds motherhood, whether it's, oh my gosh, all of a sudden you're booked out months and months and months in advance and you're having to figure out your whole business structure, like whatever it is, how you operate in that season is dependent by that planet. So I think Mm -hmm. the best way I could give this to people is understanding from their chart perspective is like when you're, when you're in a sales season, like everybody talks about when you need to sell, like, okay, you're supposed to relax and be in your feminine and receive. It's like, okay, well, once the, like when you're in that, it's, you need to be doing your Venus. That's who you need to be. And then the way that I break it down and look at it is like, people get so confused on, is it the sign? Is it the house? And realistically, I think it, it's, these planets are very much parts of you. They're part, whether you're in psychology and parts work or you're looking at it from this, is like you have to put them on. And so when you're in your Venus, the sign is really talking about the mindset you need to be in. This is mm-hmm. the perspective. This is the thoughts you need to be in. Whereas the house is more of the arena that you need to take care of, that you need to be in. Where, And that kind of happens long-term and short-term. Because like long-term is like, you have to know, give me your Venus sign. How about that? Aquarius. Your sign in house. Aquarius. Uh, Aquarius. What house? Seventh house. Seventh house. Okay. So the mindset for you to be in receiving is it comes on, I've got to find my own way. I need to find a more innovative way to do this. I need to listen to what other people are saying, but I need to find my way. What works for me? What's the best for my clients? All of those things. And then because it's in that seventh house piece, it's where you have to take action to receive is you need to be proactive about those relationships. So things like nonviolent communication or being able to hold space for uncomfortable boundaries, you know, all of those things kind of come in for you. That's an arena that you constantly have to be playing in. And like, you can't take a class and be like, how do you do boundaries? It's like, because Aquarius is there, you've got to find your own way to do it. You've got to make that up for yourself. That's funny because I I teach boundaries. Do you really? (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah. So long-term is like, that's an area in your life for you to receive comfortably. And this does show up in your relationships as well. But of course, client relationships, everything else, for you to feel comfortable to have anything crossing your barrier. So energy, people, money, any of those things, to have it cross your barrier, you have to have that mindset perspective. And so long-term in your life, you're constantly going to be playing with how to have healthy boundaries, how to have people playing in. And then so long-term is playing in that, that arena all the time. Short term is like, okay, you've done a launch or you're started this podcast and you've got, you've done the work and now you're going to sit back and receive is like, it might be a day, it might be seven days, but you've got to heavily play in that arena. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you define what a season is? 
okay. Oh, I, oh, I love and hate this question. Um, <laughs> so, are you talking about transits or? Like, it can be both. Okay. This is why I love and hate this. It's nuanced. Okay. So I, I just talked about I'm in the Uranus season. If I was to look at this couple of months in my life, it's overarching Uranus. And yes, I am going through Uranus transits, right? Overarching Uranus. However, on a day-to-day, the part that I'm showing up as might change throughout the day or might change every couple of days. So while this is a Uranus season and there I am going through Uranus transit, the person that I show up as for this recording might be different than how I'm showing up as when I'm having to do something with boundaries with my own client. And so, yes, there are times where you're like, okay, this whole season, but the part that I really love people to understand is like, if you are faced with a situation, whether that situation is 10 minutes long, two days long, six months long, when how to evoke these different parts of you, who to show up as, you, mm-hmm. you can kind of quickly run it through and be like, oh, this part, this part of my life needs this. So the long and the short of it, seasons can be long. They could be a couple minutes. What are the ways in which someone can work with you? It used to be mm-hmm. almost entirely one-on-one. Um, that sold out. <laughs> so I'm having to completely change. So I've got a year-long program coming. I've got a group program coming that I'm, I'm going to be talking about and opening some spaces to my coaching waitlist, which is on my website. That will be coming in April. And then I have some very select one-on-one opportunities. But again, those don't open again until April either. So yeah, so we're so recording this in, too. in January 2024. So yeah, people will just have to wait till April. They'll have to wait. Unfortunately, you'll have to wait for April. The best thing to do is follow along and stay posted as it comes out. Beautiful. Now, I wanted to get back to so. something you said earlier about 2020. You were talking about, about things moving quickly. And isn't that kind of what's happening for 2024? Like the momentum is is full speed ahead? I think the biggest thing is we've got the eclipses happening in Aries and Libra, right? So I think that's where people kind of get the full speed ahead. And just, it's, it's this time of initiation. It's this mm-hmm. time of we're, we're starting to get forward momentum for a lot of people again. We're also in a season right now where things are, are most of the planets are moving direct. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening in winter, winter till summer is, mm-hmm. is pretty much our direct season. So this is the time where we're implementing. The way I like to think about it is retrograde seasons are when a lot of planets are retrograde or times where we're, we're refining. So you're kind of going back through and be like, I got this idea. I didn't 100% land. I'm going to tweak it, tweak it, tweak it, get more information. I'm going to seed on it. And then when planets go direct, it's go time. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely some forward momentum. Uh, what I really like to say, my way of seeing 2024 is with Saturn and Pisces, we have all of these people who have kind of been in hiding for so long, mm-hmm. especially in a business sense. They've watched flashy brands. They've, they've looked up to people who have been, I'm making $100,000 a month. And now all mm-hmm. of a sudden those businesses have burned down. They've been like, oh, I can't keep going. I'm in burnout. And so this is kind of this rise of the spiritual, the, the real, whether you resonate with being spiritual or not, but the, the energetically sound entrepreneur, the people who have a deeper message coming out. And then when we have that Jupiter and Uranus conjunction, this is one of those times where you can really break into this space right now and have something happen overnight. So for a lot of people, whether it's been you're breaking in or you've been in this space for a long time, you've kind of not seen growth, not seen growth, not seen growth, not seen growth. This is one of those times where 
you could have one the, the quantum leap. I hate that term and I don't know how to, I don't know another term for it. There, well, there's that quote that's like that overnight success was five years in the making or 10 yep. years in the making. This is one of those times where people are suddenly going to have that overnight success. That might have been 10 years in the making. <laughs> yes, I completely understand that. Well, this has just been so much fun and you have such vitality and you bring so much passion to your work. I know that people are going to really be interested in following you and following your work and maybe working with you when the opportunity arises. How can how can people find you? The best place is Instagram at Casey Danae or at CaseyDanae.com. Which is K-A-C-Y-D-A-N-A-E. Correct. Yeah, got it. Okay, see, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for being here, sharing your perspective and giving me a little bit of insight. I'm, I'm definitely going to keep following along because it, I'm learning something all the time and, and learning how to run my own work better. And I know other people are too. Thank you so much for having me. This is a fun chat. Thank you so much for being here. Well, I hope you learned something today. We are, we'll be back again with another episode. Thank you so much for Casey for being here with us. Um, if you like these episodes, do please like and share and subscribe. It helped Casey. It helps the Women's Sanctuary. And that's what we're here for is just to help each other and, and amplify uh, all the good work we're doing in the world. We will see you here again next time on the Women's Sanctuary. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.